Joining us now, he's our main man over at One Iron Golf. Matt Lake joins us. Matt, what's going on? Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I, I, I've warned everybody that we're going nerd golf in this segment because you and I need to talk. <laughs> and, I mean, and Matt, okay. and Matt, since mine are still in the box in the trunk, yeah, it'll be mostly a Matt Lake, Mark Greenhouse interview. Because uh, his, okay, right, yeah. his nickname right now is Lift One, Drag One because he's still got the boot on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're very sorry to learn that you haven't been able to play him, but yeah, he'll be ready for you when you're ready. That's right. That's so, right. yeah, so Matt, man, these things, they're going long, they're going straight, and I, there's things I've got to know. I mean, uh, you know, the, there's, there's shafts <laughs> in these things that are – As soon as you are, tell him, Matt, he's going to start chopping it all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, got, we have black shafts in these things. They're like stealth shafts. We don't know what's in there. We've got the jumbo grips on yeah, there. Right. Um, I'm so intrigued with the jumbo grips that I actually ordered three to go on my driver, uh, my three-wood and my driving iron that I'm using right now. Um, I think they're coming in, like, tomorrow. So uh, those things will be going – I mean, there's all kinds of stuff I need to know. Okay, certainly. So, yeah, I mean, you guys have been doing this for a long time. I mean, obviously, when you, you know, and I and I even did a side-by-side -side comparison of my current irons, like shaft length and, and, uh, and loft and all this stuff, and I was trying to look and trying to figure something out. I mean, you guys are slightly different, obviously, in the, in the lofts, and uh, some are a little stronger, some are a little weaker. Obviously, the shaft lengths are all the same. But they seem to go fairly consistently right in line kind of with my current set, maybe just a touch longer. Uh, so it was interesting from that standpoint. So that from, from that, I mean, how do you make a 47-degree pitching wedge with a, you know, essentially a six-iron shaft in it go almost the same length as my current pitching wedge that's much shorter? I mean, how do you guys do that? Certainly. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's a common misconception is that shaft length has something to do with distance. You know, a half inch of shaft length has nothing. It's really your, your swing speed is what's important. Yeah. And in a conventional set, obviously, you're supposed to hit a five iron faster than a six iron. You're supposed to swing it faster. So that's really where the distance is coming from and the loft angle, of course. Uh, line goal is also a part of that as well. But if you keep that consistent swing speed, you know, with everything being identical about our clubs, you know, they weigh the same, so your swing speed is identical. Uh, your line goal is really what we're fitting you to with uh, the wrist-to-floor measurement. And it determines shaft length. That's certainly a component of it. But it's really that ideal 63.5-degree uh, line goal uh, that sets you up, you know, to get solid contact and, uh, you know, solid center ball contact on a consistent basis. But, yeah, shaft length isn't a part of that equation. And a lot of people really think it is. They're like, wow, this, this is the reason that, that this is, is. It's like, no, the reason that they're all cut down like that in the conventional world is for ease of mass production. It's easier to just send out a set like that to the masses. And, you know, that's why golfers have favorite sure. clubs in their bag. You yeah. know, it, it really comes closest to fitting them, you know, those, you know, one or two clubs. And, and if you think about it, too, that kind of further screws up distance gapping if you do have a favorite iron in your bag. You're going to swing that club faster than the club above it. So with our system, we make everything completely identical uh, with each other. The only difference is that four-degree loft angle progression. So you're going to have exact distance gapping of, uh, you know, uh, between, between each club, exact distance gapping. Because distance in iron play is really a function of three things, three determinants. It's swing speed solid center ball contact, and the loft angle of the iron. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Driver's different. It's a different arc. It's a different swing plane. But in iron iron play, that's it. 
So having the first two being equal, the only difference is that loft angle uh, progression. So you have exact distance capping. Yeah, Mark told a story last week, Matt, about his uh, the first hole he played when he was playing with him, and, and he hit a four iron two a two thirty six carry over a bunker, and I'm thinking, yeah, are that you was kidding? pretty impressive. Are you kidding? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's yeah. tour quality. Uh, I was laying up. <laughs> yeah. and it ended up being not so much a layup. <laughs> Maybe that was it. He he he, he swung so smooth that it just it just went. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I, man, yeah, and, I am jonesing to do this, man. <laughs> just <laughs> killing me, man. Yeah, we can't wait for you to get out. Yeah, there. really. Yeah, we heard yeah. about the injury. I'm very sorry about that. And and with it, you know that's fantastic. You know, you really seem like you've picked it up quick. For some golfers, they get it right out of the box. You know, other guys, you know, other golfers, uh, men and women, uh, it can take them a little bit longer, mm. uh, you know, to acclimate and really use the power and the strength of your torso. You know, instead of like being hunched over these little clubs that kind of prey on the back and spine and everything. So, so you know, we're, we're in our 25th year now, too. So, you know, good long time uh, thinking about this and, uh, you know, and really developing club design, uh, you know, for these principles. So, but yeah, that is a, that is a common misconception about shaft length. Uh, you know, is that that has some determine, you know, some some, you know, some determining factor on distance, but it but it really doesn't. You know, half inch of shaft is negligible in weight. It doesn't weigh anything. So that's not going to, you know, certainly do uh, certainly do much. So, but yeah, glad to hear your experience. I, that sounds um, that sounds incredible. You picked it up very quick, you know, and uh, yeah, center ball position for everything. It just makes it so much easier, but it's very important to be fitted you know, to have your clubs fitted to you so that you're truly capitalizing on, you know, the, the strength of your torso. You know, and again, we're talking with uh, One Iron Golf's Matt Lake. And, Mac, the other maybe misconception that I, potentially I had as in, you know, watching Bryson was, you know, short game. Um, you know, thinking that, wow, now you're, you're going from this little, you know, lob wedge, you know, short little lob wedge that you feel like you can do anything with around the greens and then next thing you know, I mean, I don't play that much, so I've almost developed chipping yips, especially on a Bermuda grass where it seems like I, mm-hmm. I shallow out and I clip it and I chunk it, or then the next one I blade because I don't want to chunk it. I, I mean, I hit a couple of pitch shots with just with the sandwich, uh, and I mean, standing up taller, I mean, I hit two absolutely beautiful pitch shots that if when I haven't, I mean, I didn't practice chipping, and next thing you know, I'm hitting two <laughs> great chip shots. So I almost felt like standing up taller made me less likely to chunk it or blade it than I would normally. So, I mean, can you talk about that aspect of it? Yeah, absolutely. So those clubs, and, you know, they're in the conventional world, you know, when you start cutting the shaft down that much, it gets so stiff, you know. So there's really no shaft flex rating that's consistent, you know, in, uh, in the conventional world because, you know, the first few clubs, you know, if you get like a regular flex or a senior flex, First few clubs will be that, but as they start cutting that shaft down, it gets stiffer and stiffer, and the lob wedges out there, I mean, you can't even bend them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're designed for a very far back, uh, you know, uh, far back in your stance shot. Uh, you know, obviously, you're, you're hunched over, you know, this little club and things like that. So, really, you know, having the confidence of clubs that fit you perfectly and the bounce angle, too, of those is so incredibly high. The degrees of offset are crazy because they know that to get people to hit these things with any sort of accuracy – you know, you have to have these degrees of offset uh, baked in and this bounce angle baked in, especially when you're hitting something, you know, if you're a left, you know, right-handed golfer, you're, you're hitting something that far to the right of your stance. So with our clubs, the bounce angle and the line, and the bounce angle, the degrees of offset are the same. Mm-hmm. And those are also built in, you know, based on that, uh, based on that measurement. So by having those, your clubs are just going to be more accurate. But yeah, being more upright and standing more upright, 
you know, you know that that you're going to get solid contact, even with chips and pitches. And, of course, with any new wedge, you know, you got to get distance control down, you know, things like that. But having a club that you're standing more upright, you are going to be more confident in that shot, uh, you know, because, A, your back knows that it's not going to hurt <laughs> after a round. And that's kind of where golfers kind of kind of go downhill with wedge play over the years is that it starts hurting their back and spine, being hunched over like that and making all these shots. Mm-hmm. So naturally, the shots aren't going to be as great, you know, on a, on a long enough uh, timeline. So having the clubs that, that fit, the, you know, the, all the irons being identical and everything in the same way, you know exactly how they're going to hit. They're all going to hit exactly the same. So uh, the lob wedge, you know, the, the 59, 55, the 55 degree does have a little bit more bounce in it to assist out of the bunker. But it's a perfectly good club out of the fairway too. You know, whereas most golfers would never consider doing that with, uh, you know, with their conventional sandwich. We'll just bury it into the ground, you know, because that uh, that bounce angle is so high. So what we find about the wedges too is the same as the rest of the irons. You know, it's the same thing. Even for those short little shots, you can, you know, choke down on the grip. You can move the ball placement around. You know, you really have a lot of options. But you're still going to be more upright. In being more upright you're going to be more accurate. That's how we judge distance and depth when we're throwing a football or a baseball or certainly a golf swing. It's the same thing. Uh, putting is more with the periphery, so that doesn't really that doesn't really count in that aspect. But if you're 10, 15 yards out, being more upright and having your eyes more upright, you'll be more accurate. So. Yeah, well, the only, and the only thing that I haven't figured out yet is how to not hit it straight. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I yeah, the accuracy. yeah, because I was on the 17th hole and I my tee shot, I hit it in the left side of the fairway, but where I was compared to where the pin was, there was a tree that was overhanging, and I had to hit a little like draw nine iron around it, and I and I hit it, and I I tried to draw it, and I hit it dead straight, and I was like, oh, let me try that again. I put another one down, I hit it. When I get up there, my the two balls were right of the green, and they were a foot apart, and I mean it was like I hit them wow. exactly the same. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I really got to figure out. Like, do you do you feel like you maybe have to over exaggerate to hit the draw and the fade? Because I just wanted to hit everything dead straight. Sure. Yeah, and and that's a great problem to have. True. <laughs> you know, very true. Dead straight. Because yeah, because a lot of golfers they do have you know draws or fades, and they kind of get used to them, and they adjust their body position for it. You know, and and then God forbid that ball goes straight, right? And they're like, oh mm-hmm. well, the dreaded straight ball. My fade yes. there, you know, <laughs> you know, so. Um, so yeah, having everything straight and it's really having the clubs that fit you and, and places you in that ideal angle at 63.5 degrees for iron shots. Uh, it, it's, you know, it, the accuracy is the number one thing that our customers see right out of the box. They're like, man, I went to the range. I couldn't believe how straight these were. Like I used to have slices, you know, with these clubs all the way down with these, it's straight as an arrow. And, you know, and you really have to work on your fade shots and your thing, you know, and, uh, you know, those little draws, things like that, if you right. want to do it. But very, very, it's actually very easy to do. You can move the ball placement around. It doesn't have to be right in the center for every single shot. You know, so if you if you do have those things, yeah, now you kind of have to work on the fades and the and, instead of the accuracy, which is, you know, which is a great problem to have especially coming from the conventional world where it's always, well, if I get my seven iron, eight iron, nine iron, I know it's going to have this nice little curve to it right at the end. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was in, the pa- in, the, in the past, it was like, okay, I got to hit a little draw nine iron. I just, you know, I might've played it back in the stance a little bit more. And then I just used my hands and just, you know, use my hands to hit a little draw and I hit it. And I'm like, Whoa, that went dead straight. And the buddy I was playing with, I'm like, let me hit another one. Let me hit another one. And I hit it again. He goes, dude, that's identical. And we get up there and they're literally like, they were like eight inches apart. I mean, it was freaky wow 
Wow. So yeah, yeah. It, it was. Yeah, uh, is, these clubs are not conducive to um, to um, six feet apart. Apparently, <laughs> no. Okay, they so want to hit not, every. This is not they, COVID compliant. These clubs Matt. do not social distance. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm. By the yeah, way, that is great to learn. And I'm killing Maddie because I keep coming. I've, 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 I first hit him at Top Golf, and then I played with him, and then I've hit him at Top Golf again with my four year old, and I'm just like, I'm killing him every time I come in here. I've hit the clubs again, and he's just getting, he's jonesing over there. So. <laughs> Yeah, certainly can't wait for you to get out and play. It's just a matter of time. You know, that, that is, uh, yeah, that is our number one feedback. So I can't believe how accurate these are. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, having something that fits you. You know, it's just like a, it's like a shirt. You know, you, you, a medium shirt doesn't fit everybody, right. you know. But a set of conventional golf clubs, everybody's just, no, this is the way it is because this is the way it is. So conventional clubs, you have different swing speeds, different line angles, different ball positions, uh, different degrees of offset, different bouncing. Everything is so different, and it's trying to make a medium shirt fit everybody is is what they're trying to do. So it just gets so complicated, and it's just so many different swings that you have to use, you know. And our second feedback is, I don't have to think about as much out there. Yeah. You know, I just swung my last iron, and I know I'm swinging this iron the same. I have 150 yards to the hole, and I'm pulling that club out. You know, so. It's, uh, you know, that, that is certainly one of the things about having a custom set that's built for you, uh, you know, that um, and, and takes into account all the, you know, all the geometry and all the physics and everything that's already there. And, uh, you know, and having that, it, it's such uh, it is such a game changer. Uh, you know, everybody's like, I'm not like Bryson, though. I have to hit like Bryson. And it's like, no, nah, I mean, he's like, that guy's like a moving tree trunk. <laughs> you know, not every, you don't have to be like Bryson to have a consistent swing. I mean, it is. I mean, it looks like. You know, it looks like he's not playing for the senior tour in the future. You no. know what I mean? Like, it's like it's going to start getting painful on him. Yeah, his back know? is his back's going to break. Well, you know, Matt, I'm 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 a, I was a little skeptical at first. Now I'm all in. I'm on board, and uh, hopefully uh, I get a couple more clubs because I mean I need that gap wedge and that lob wedge and even the three iron or the 19 degree. So uh, absolutely, yeah, you got it. And uh, we're launching our new driver too. There you oh, go. Very excited about it. Yeah, it's coming out in May. So yeah, we were gonna. Uh, send you guys, you know, a couple of those too. See what awesome. you guys think. We, I'm sure, we will catch up with you again soon because the next time I hit him, I'll probably want to nerd out some more and talk to you. So uh, we'll do it. You got it. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you guys for letting us be on, letting us be on the show. Thank you, and man. we really appreciate it. We appreciate All right. it. Thanks a lot, Matt.